from days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. became the mighty battle cat and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Star Joe's podcast episode 226 cool in the gang I'm your host Ryan and I'm Chuck and welcome back everyone uh Chuck do you know why this episode is called cool in the gang because it's uh we're gonna celebrate and have a good time (laughs) right well we are gonna be talking about Star Wars celebration so I thought how perfect we'll just I'll just name it after the group that sang celebration so uh, so to join us to talk about that, because he was actually there, unlike Chuck and myself, uh, once again, Mr. Eric Grubb has joined us. Welcome, I, sir. I didn't actually realize that was cool in the gang who sang the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, but I had to look it up because I was like, so help me God, I screw that up. That will not be good. <laughs> well, the, the funny part is that song now, every time I hear it, I associate it with Star Wars Celebration. Nice. Just because nice. of some of the Star Wars podcasts I listen to, that's when they start talking about it, they start playing the song. So for the last like six years or whatever, I just it's ingrained in me now to think of, oh, is it Star Wars time yet? Right. Nice. Right. Very cool. Well well how was how was my hometown? How was Chicago? Um Chicago what little I saw of it this time was fine. I mean my brother lived uh, in Wrigleyville for about five, six years, so it's not nice. my first, not my first rodeo in that town. Uh, I happen I happen to really like Chicago. Um, yeah. a lot of, I, I knew a lot of people that didn't want to go because they're like, "Oh, we're going to get murdered." And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> "It's like you people are pussies." Like, yeah, seriously, nice. you are you statistically are more likely to get hurt, you know, to get become a statistic in Baltimore, DC, than you are in Chicago. So, oh, just, yeah, you know what? And then what? You know what you're going to do? Just stay near the convention center. You'll be fine. Right. Yeah. This so. is why this is why Star Joe's goes to Baltimore every year because we're tough. So, <laughs> or we just stay at, or we just stay at the convention center, and we just stay, stay in the, the convention center. Yeah, we stay in a couple little block area around the, right. uh, the inner harbor. Right, exactly. As far far away as we uh, we we get out of our comfort zone is walking to the Dunkin' Donuts. Right, and we do that, and we do that in groups. 
Yeah, for safety. <laughs> right. So we can go get our morning coffee and glazed donuts safely. Mm-hmm. Avoid the crackheads. Right. Because <laughs> they're at the McDonald's. <laughs> right. So No offense, uh, that's that's legitimate. They're no, at the that's, McDonald's. Yeah, that's that's where they were. Yeah, we were not we're not picking at McDonald's, that's where they actually were last time we were there. Yeah. <laughs> So that's um, why Star Joe's goes Dunkin' Donuts. Right. <laughs> Better so, coffee, less crackheads. Or, or what you do is you send me a message, and on my way into the, into the city to the convention, I uh, just stop and pick you up something. Right. That too. Thank you, Eric. I did not know that was an option, but now it, it, I've I literally have told that to. Usually, uh, I'll send a message to like Shannon and 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 Ryan going, "You guys, anything before I come in?" Yeah. And it's always nice. no. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Chuck, you would know that if you appeared at Baltimore a few more times. Wow. Oh. <laughs> this guy's got jokes tonight. He's, I just speak truth. I just I speak I know, truth. I know. <laughs> um, so, Grub, uh, overall, how was your how was celebration? Uh, um, we'll get into the details, but it was. I, I don't remember. I guess two years ago when we probably did this last. For the one in Orlando, this time around was like I didn't experience any kind of the shit show problems that Celebration Orlando last time had around. It seemed to be I don't know if it was the convention center is run better than the Orlando Convention Center or Reed Pop put somebody in charge who had a damn clue what they were doing. It seemed for the most part to run very well. And Tops clearly learned a lot of lessons about running the photo ops and the autographs um, compared to last time. Well, that's uh, good. So it was one of those things where, like, and they also got smart, and they didn't put the Celebration store in the middle of the damn floor, the show floor. It actually had the they actually had a different spot of the convention center that was just the store. So if you just wanted to go buy stuff for the specific merch that they were selling for the Celebration store, you didn't even have to go onto the floor. You were in a different spot. I mean, they were kind of across the hallway from each other, so they weren't that far apart. Sure. It cut a lot of excess people. A lot of traffic out, yeah. Yeah. And it was weird. It was as fast as this show sold out. um, I mean, the... First off, five days show. It felt like a trade show almost. Like I'm like, why five days? That was weird. Um, but the the full five day full show passes sold out in something like three days, okay. which normally the last couple of, like this is my fourth my fourth celebration. The last the all the other three I've been to. If the tickets went on sale in May, they usually didn't sell sell out until like December, January, maybe February. Okay. Um, and you could still get individual day passes um, almost in every case. If not, if they if they sold out, they may they may have sold out like the day of or within like a week of the of the show. It was never really an issue getting passes. Okay. Uh, at least the. The Jedi Master VIPs or whatever they called them, the VIP tickets are gone instantaneously. But that's always been the case. But sure, um, it was. It didn't. It was crowded, but it didn't feel nearly as crowded as I thought it was going to. And I'm wondering how much that had to do with the store being in the location it was in. Yeah. But not only did they 
sell out of the entire weekend passes. They sold out of the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday passes. The yeah. only ones that they only day they didn't sell out was on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I was like, because a lot of people, I guess, le- I mean, a lot of people left on Monday. Uh, they traveled Monday, back, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I I flew in uh, the Wednesday night before and then left Tuesday afternoon, uh, but. Like and it was also weird with Thursday there was no panels. It was just a straight up the floor and the in the show floor and the store. That was it. There was no panels. There was you huh. know, you still get your autographs and photo ops and all that stuff. Um but no panels. So it, they called it a preview day. As oh, I okay. as I do the air quotes. Uh, yeah. And it, and the and they had a the number I mean, everybody that had the five day pass could get in. And I believe they said they had something like half the number of of single Thursday passes to sell compared to the other days. Oh, okay. So they, it was a in theory a limited thing, but it was whew, boy was it was crowded on that floor because there was nowhere else for anybody to go, right? Or do yeah. or see anything. Yeah. It was all like let's get on the floor and and um, well yeah you're excited it's your first day there you want to go and see some stuff sure yeah and, and like in my case it was. I you know I've never been to McCormick Place in in Chicago. I don't I don't know that convention center, so you know it was just more along the lines of just trying to get my bearings for the first hour or so. Sure. After that, it's pretty easy because um, yeah. Anaheim and Orlando aren't really difficult to figure out. And, but Chicago, I mean, that convention center is enormous. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. Uh, and I think there were like three other conventions going on at the same time. There was some kind of oh, okay. robotics convention that was ending. Like I think it was ending on that Friday. There was a there was some kind of like national girls chess tournament going on in the middle <laughs> of the convention. <laughs> and wow. so that, that boy, those parents were intense. Oh sure, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the, the kids. Didn't seem to be so much, but the parents were really. Some of them were really intense. It was just like, wow, calm down, like. I know it's chess and you got to be smart, but you know it's, it's. Oh no, that's those competitive parents. Those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but overall, this was a much much better experience than Orlando was. Very cool. Uh, oh, that's good. That's se- good. Security was easy. Um, they had like these big tents set up upstairs outside, depending on like the the main entrance, um, and these these tents were like. I don't know, a quarter mile long. I mean, they were really long tents. And then they, then you, that's where the security was. And then you ushered you up into the building and inside, and you lined you up depending upon what you know where you. If you were one in the store, you went this way. If you're just one on the show floor, you went over that way. Um, if you once they started doing panels, uh, depending on the panels, you either you know left, right, across the street to the Wind Trust Center, which was the main, like a ten thousand seat arena or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was overall much better experience, much better. Cool, cool. So uh, I, I don't know. I, you can be the the guided tour, like you want to go through what you did each day, or what you what you experienced, or just talk about your favorite stuff, or what. Yeah, you can walk, walk us through the store, yeah. walk us through the show floor, you know, stuff like that. I have not set foot in the store in the last two celebrations. Okay. Because it's basically the, like the t-shirts and the, t-shirts and the pins, pins and, and stuff, yeah. hats and all that. And the reality is, the stuff that's been in for sale in there has not interested me. Okay. okay. Um, so I haven't like the stores. I just like 
if I know somebody's going in there and maybe they have something interesting, you're like, hey, can you pick this up for me and I'll PayPal you some money for it, or gotcha. you know, I'll buy you dinner or something. Um, though they did this interesting thing where uh, in 2012, 2012 uh, shit, uh, let's see, this is 2019, so 2015. Celebration 2015 in Anaheim, they did a thing for the first time where they started this whole pin trading situation like they've got in the Disney parks. Yeah. Um, But this time, they actually had kiosks. It was like pin vending machines. Okay. Um, So you could go up to the pin vending machines, and they had, I think it was like four or five three-packs that you could buy along with like a special lanyard that came with a chewy pin. And then a bunch of blind bag pins. Um, ah. The only pin I really wanted was they had a wedge pin. And nice. Um, him truly being the best character in all of Star Wars, um, <laughs> he was part of a three pack that came yeah. with uh, with Porkins. No, I wish they had <laughs> I'd have been all over Porkins too. Man. Hell yeah! Um, yeah it, crap, it's I have it packed away at the moment. I don't, I don't know. Um, what I did with it, but is it the other pilots? Like no, Dak? the only other I wish they had Dak because John Morton, the guy who plays him, was there. But uh, uh-huh. the it, it was original. The only other pilot they had was uh, they had a Thai pilot, and then um, they had uh, Poe Dameron. But Poe okay. was part of another pin set. But you know, they, it was kind of like they had like chase variants of the pins and all that stuff. But I didn't discover until I think it was. Uh, Saturday, so three days into the show, that those kiosks were there because, like, I saw people lining up, but I thought they were ATMs. Oh, gotcha! No, that's what they were. That would make Somebody sense. Goes, yeah. My friend goes, "Oh, those are those are pin kiosks," and I was like, "What? They're pin kiosks?" He's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Went over," and I was like, "Oh, damn it!" <laughs> nice. So, um, that was cool. Like, I was like, "That's a smart idea," because then that way you don't have to go necessarily like into the store. Right, if you just want the pens, you could just go there. Well, not all, because they had certain pens that you had to get from it. Like, you know, EFX had a pen, uh, Fantasy Flight Games had a pen. Um, They had special pens that if you spent like seventy-five or one hundred and fifty dollars in the store, you got you got like a a Bobby Feet and something else pen. Um, So they had exclusives. Yeah, you're always going to have the exclusives at different places. But I just like I'm, I hope with which we can get to the end of that with the next celebration that they do that again because it was a really good idea. Yeah. Um, and Amazon had something going on where I didn't bother with any of it, but they had these things. They had stations all around the floor where if you went up and you scanned the station and you could scan each station once per day, and then they had like a um, a uh, a big truck up at the front of the floor when you first walked in that. Excuse me. Uh, you would then walk up and you would QR code the thing, and it would tell you if you won something or not. Oh, yeah. oh that's cool. Yeah. I, weirdly, uh, one of the guys that we met—he's from the area, but um, from Maryland—and he, but he was on our flight in and, and the same flight out. He won um, some sort of special Xbox that dealt with uh, uh, the Jedi Knight Fallen Order, whatever the game's called, that's coming out. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So he had like, like it was a backpack that had it all on there, and then like the Xbox and like some special stuff in the Xbox, and and when the game comes out, they're going to email him a code that he can use to download the game. I was like, 
apparently only two of those were prizes and he got one of them. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, that's wow. cool. Yeah, he could have sold that and paid for half the trip. Yeah. Um, but my real vice is the art. Oh, when yeah. Buying stuff in the. Yeah. And though, weirdly, this time, like, uh, Dave Dorman was there, but he wasn't part of the official, like, Artist Alley had a print to sell. Katie right. Cook wasn't part of that this year. So, like, there was some okay art, but a lot of it is not great, in my opinion. So, I didn't buy anything. And it's just like, all of a sudden, I'm like, man, like, I haven't really spent any money. And then, uh, then I found out that Dave Dorman actually. He said he had some artist proofs of something he was working on, and it turns out those artist proofs were actually canvas prints of oh. of, of uh, a bunch of the stormtroopers in the tank on Jetta. Finn oh, yeah. And I'm like, the dude standing me is standing next to me in line to meet him on Thursday. He's like, "Hey, like, are you going to sell any of those things? Because that's what I wanted to know. So if you had artist prints, then hell yeah, I'll take an artist print of it because I've." literally have a bedroom up here that is nothing but full of Dave Dorman art. Dorman art, yeah. And, and he's like, yeah, I've only got like six of these or something like that, and but they're this much. And he's like, well, I'll take one. And I'm like, hey, if you're willing to sell another one, I'll buy it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So I did end up buying a couple of art things because Acme Archives, if you go on and look at Acme Archives, look at their Star Wars section, they get a lot of really cool stuff that they, they do. Um, but it was like when it came to buying stuff, that was really it, other than, you know, food and all that. But, yeah. um, wise, you know, I was like, nope, I'm good. I don't, nothing here interests me beyond that wedge pin. So, hey, did you see anybody selling the, uh, job of the HUD sale barge? Yes. There yeah, I thought so. Yeah. These two vendors I saw. Yeah. Like $2,000. Jesus. Wow. But, see, the thing is, is the prices in a show like that, in my opinion, are probably going to be, Okay, you're already getting the con bump, and yeah. then you're getting the Star Wars con bump. Right, so, so kind you're of almost at, double, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at, um, <laughs> I mean, I kick myself in the teeth now, because I knew I should have pulled the plug on that, or pulled the trigger on it, because I'm like, I don't care how much it costs right now, I know that things can do nothing but go up in value, right. and, I knew, and I knew it, and I knew it, and I still didn't do it, and now I'm like, damn it, <laughs> what yeah. is that? going to be at like 10 years yeah it came out of what it was 600 or something like that right it's like 500 yeah. i think yeah uh but that box man that box <laughs> yeah it's awesome well and had i thought about it in advance uh, and didn't and no one you, you just never know but like i knew people that bought like two of them and then sold one of them and basically paid for mm-hmm. both of them and then yeah. some and i was like well damn they ended up getting one for free and still made money <laughs> I was like, yeah, the, yeah. the HasLab or whatever it is they're calling yeah. it, which apparently they want to do more stuff like that. And I'm like, that's the way to do that kind of stuff, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, and that's the other thing. No, my, my train of thought, like I'm looking at my notes, but my train of thought is all over the place. Um, they did, with this celebration, they they had a QR code on everyone's badge. and You had to, um, they actually had an app for the show. I mean, you didn't have to use the app but it was kind of useful to keep track of something like my autograph times and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they wanted you to use that QR code. Yeah. Use the force <laughs> to like the big panels. They had a virtual queue. Okay. So oh, okay. Yeah. put in your, your badge thing and that's how like, like, uh, 
you could queue for I think one panel each day, and it was really like when when they did the initial queue, it was uh, episode nine for Friday, it was Disney Parks for Saturday, it was the Mandalorian for Sunday, and uh, Phantom Menace twentieth anniversary panel on Monday. Um, I tried to get into episode nine, and I tried to get into the Disney Parks. I did not get into the Disney Parks, but I got into the ma- the the main overflow for episode nine, mm-hmm. but. Like the only thing was like it was kind of nice with the queue because it means they cut out everybody getting in line at like 8 p.m. the night before. That's good. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is like that had kind of become part of the show is that overnight queuing. But if you're not in a position to be able to do that, you're screwed. Like right. you yeah. can't get into anything because all the the stuff was gone. Right. And I'm kind of glad as to how they did it. You know, it means that I don't have to wake up as early. I don't have to worry about if I got in or not. I don't know, though, if they had, um, like, a standby line or not for those those panel rooms with, uh, with the virtual queue. Yeah. Because the we were in the Galaxy stage, because they had the main Wintrust Arena, which was like 10,000 people, the Galaxy stage, which had to be two to 3,000 people in there, and then they had a, something called the Twin Sun stage, which was probably a couple of hundred people. That Galaxy stage, when, when we watched that panel for Episode nine, there were hundreds of open seats in that room. They could have easily filed people in there, and I don't know if they had a... Like I'm not aware if they had a standby line or not to fill those gaps because there were so many people who wanted to see that stuff and couldn't and right. probably believed that, oh, I didn't get it. Forget it. I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, which is maybe. Yeah. But I don't I'm not aware with Reed Pop being the one who runs this. I'm not aware of them having done this before with the panel, virtual panel queuing and all that um, anywhere else. Like I it seemed to go OK. I'm not aware of any like major issues. I think a couple of people I heard some. Oh, they lost my my uh, whatever. I'm like, that's why you have your email because they also emailed you. Um, they they would actually email you the information about like here's your QR code which um to uh, to get into the panel. So even if it was wiped off your app, you still had the, the email if you could get your phone to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was that was interesting, and I, I I feel like I don't know if they were using Celebration as a test bed for places like New York and and C two E two and Emerald City and all these big con- San Diego and all these big cons like that to cut down on the ridiculousness of like I've been waiting in line for two days to get into this panel. It's like yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. How, how was phone reception in the convention center? I didn't have any problems. Um, yeah. You know, my only problem is I've got an older. My phone's like three years old, so it's got some battery issues. (laughs) But uh, outside of that, I didn't have any problems with it. I I don't know if there was Wi-Fi in there or not. I never checked. Um, Oh, okay. But I, you know, the only spot I really had cell phone problems was in the hotel, actually. Wow. Uh, Because we were in the Hyatt. Regency McCormick place or something like we were basically attached to the convention center mm-hmm. and I, I had problems uh, in there at times trying to uh, probably 50% of the time trying to get reception uh, or at least more than like one or two bars yeah. um, which was whatever but you know 
problems, I guess. Yeah. Now, I know that you, uh, one of the things that you had done while you were there is you had sent me a few pictures of, like, some of the merchandise that they were, like, putting on display for Galaxy's Edge, and then you you were saying, like, the next day they would show other stuff in the same thing. Like, what, what types of stuff did you see? Like, what caught your eye? What did you find interesting? Disney had a big old um, area that was specifically set up to to kind of pump Galaxy's Edge opening here in a couple of months in, in Anaheim. They had um, they actually had a photo op with one of the ride vehicles for Rise of the Resistance, um, which was kind of neat. And then they also had an area where every day they were switch- they had a, a display of some of the some of the merchandise you're going to find in the you know in in Galaxy's Edge. So like the first day, I think it was all the droid stuff, um, mm-hmm. which they have the they currently already in the parks have like the little build the droid, but they're like little three and three quarter action figures, you know R twos and BB eights and all that, all the various types of astromech droids that you can build, but they're just little three and three quarter. But they're doing a new version that I I don't recall what the name of it actually was. It's not build a droid. It's something else similar to that. But these are like 14-inch tall droids. Oh wow! They're big guys, and nice. They're, so it's they had a, you know, like the, the R2s, the R4s, the R3s. They had BB-8, um, you know, the BB series bodies and heads. The, these things are supposedly like customizable, as well as they have a chip that you put into them, and they will interact with things going on around in those areas of the parks. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, that's cool, yeah. And you can get a backpack, you can <clears throat> put the droid in the backpack, and it'll be like chirping away and it'll interact with things and react to other droids and all those other kinds of things. Oh, wow. I don't know. That's fun. Yeah, it, like, I think it's a cool idea. It's just when the park opens, it's, or when that part of the park opens, it's going to be a complete shit show. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> like, who's really going to have time to, like, i got to get my droid out and interact? No, it's not going to yeah. happen. I feel uh, like yeah. no matter how prepared they are, they're not going to be prepared for the amount of people that are going to show up when that well, part, we can, park opens. We can, we can get in a, a little bit, but they apparently there's they have plans for this. But So they also not only had the buildable droids that you could do that were that size, they also had for sale like an actual R2, you know, an R2-D2, a 3PO that were those sizes. Mm-hmm. And then they had the old Captain Rex from the original version of Star Tours. Nice. Oh, okay, cool, nice. Because Cap- the new, the RX, uh, Cap- you know, the, the RX droid, they painted him, or- he's got orange colors on him, <laughs> and he's going to be the DJ in the cantina in Star Wars Land. Right, right. So, <laughs> apparently, so that droid... Apparently, it moves around, and it's an MP3 player. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, like, and it has, like, Bluetooth technology in it. So, apparently, like, you can run your music through that through him, and he'll kind of, like, do stuff, and then like, he'll interrupt songs <laughs> like his DJ spiel. His spiel. So, nice. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And then they had, like, a lot of pins and so forth and so on. And then they had a day where they were showing all the... Uh, uh, the, like the stuffed animals and things that you could buy, you know, so they had, and then uh, uh, they had like the little, you know, the salacious crumb, the you know, the Kawaki and space monkeys sure. or whatever yeah. it's called. But it's the same thing where it sits on the shoulder and it does. If you've ever been to a Renaissance Festival and you see those little dragons. Oh, yeah. On the oh, shoulders. yeah. They've got yeah, the yeah. little thing in their hand that's like a, that runs up. It's some kind of a, like a tension wire or whatever that you can yeah. roll it. It's the same idea. 
And apparently, yeah. the, and those things do speak. So when you open the mouth, it goes. Ah, 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 ah. I might need to get one of those. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's cool. That's nice. really cool. Uh, then they had a whole bunch of like, here's a bunch of Jedi and Sith artifacts and and you know busts and and uh, a bunch of different types of other toys and things and like a lot of like models. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. There's there's a lot of interesting merch coming for Star Wars Land that that. You know, I was I was looking at, and of course I can only get so close. But those build the droids, man, are the ones that I'm like, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know, nice. And then like same thing, like the same idea of the droids, but uh, they have lightsabers, but it's high end yeah. lightsabers. It's not yeah. like you know the hundred dollar ones you can go buy at like I almost said Toys R Us, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> or the, or the blade builders that they have in the parks now with like the cheap plastic. I'm right. Yeah. High end. Like yeah. they're doing like the Ollivander experience at uh, nice. Harry Potter, uh, Effort, yeah. Potter Universal, same, yeah. Same, yeah, same idea. Gotcha. Uh, only more customizable. Yeah. No, that's cool. I wonder how much the price for those are going to be. Probably yeah, a couple I'd, hundred. I would guess they're going to probably start at a hundred base. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they'll go from there. But you know, they're metal. Yeah. Those are. They're going to be cool sellers. I, I mean, yeah. It, it so it's. We'll I see told, when it comes out, but yeah, I already told my wife. I was like, "You don't want to take me there because I'm not going to leave. I'll just because yeah. they they, all, they said I think at the Galaxy's Edge panel they were talking about, you know, they're giving everybody that's staying on park property, and right now they've really only talked about Disneyland because it's opening at right. the end next. I mean, it's like a month, right? Um, as of recording, um, but at Disneyland they, or Disney World, they haven't really said much about it yet because they're gonna. I'm assuming they're gonna tweak in yeah. California. To, but everybody that's staying on property gets is getting a for one day is getting a uh, return time, saying come back at this time and then we will let you into that's into the Galaxy's Edge. Okay. There will not currently at the start there will not be any standby for that. You've okay. got to have a reservation, and then they're going to supposedly open up reservations that you can go online and make reservations. You know, like they'll fill up or whatever. You know, like right. the, I want to go on this day. Oh, those times are full. I guess I got to pick another day. Right. So yeah. You, um, and then, from my understanding, there's they're looking. I heard something I think today or yesterday about like a four to five hour time limit that they will allow you to stay in Galaxy's Edge for now. So okay. you go oh, in. Oh my God. Can only be in that section of the park for four or five hours because of what, otherwise, what'll happen is people will go in and never come out. Never right. come out, yeah. Be in there for twelve hours or you know yeah. thirteen yeah. hours when the park's open, people won't be able to go in. So they're going to yeah. put time limits on how long you can be but, in there. For but that. how do you reinforce that? I don't know. I have yeah. to assume that there's there's some kind of um, maybe like a band or, or a badge yeah. or something. Yeah. World, it's not. I I think it's going to be easier because you've already got the magic bands. Right. Disneyland, you don't have any of that. So right. I don't know what they're doing with that because I've wondered that myself. You're um, on the honor system. <laughs> uh, you know, they'll have something in place because yeah. they've also talked about. Um, but even with Disney World with the magic bands, not everybody gets the bands. Like no, I, I well, just had the I just had a card that I carried around for like fast passes and stuff like that. Well, if you're staying on Disney property, they give you one. Well, yeah, but I'm saying for someone that's not staying on Disney property. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I that's I, I assume they have a they have a plan for that. Yeah, I don't know what it is. 
Yeah. I don't know, but... I just always like to go back to the phrase, because it's one of my favorites, which is, man plans and God laughs. So... <laughs> That's... That's probably why Orlando is like, thank you for letting them open before us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because when you guys screw shit up, we can figure out how to fix it. On a phone. <laughs> we won't. We won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, yeah. There's still. I'm gonna carve a a little space into one of the fake trees, and I'm gonna become Yoda. <laughs> So I'm just going <laughs> to become a Jedi hermit and live in the park. <laughs> yeah, live in the tree, you will. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, good, good luck with that. Right. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Security. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so um, so what did, like, what did they, what other things did they go into as far as the, the park itself? Anything in particular that you recall? Um, I haven't really had a chance to, to listen or watch the panel yet. Okay. Uh, I just know like a lot of stuff I've seen online, like subsidiary, like people linking things and all that. So it's, uh, it's they didn't. It, all they really did was elaborate a little bit more on things that were already kind of known or yeah, had yeah. been announced. It was really the showing of the specific merchandise, yeah, uh, yeah, and some of the time restrictions and things that were really the, the the first real like aha that's that's the big like because you've got. Uh, D23, which for anybody who doesn't know, D23 is Disney's f- official fan club. The D23 right. convention is like in August, I think. So I wouldn't be surprised to see more information. I mean, even though it'd, it'd already be open at this point. Sure. But I'm I'm pretty certain you'll see uh, more information about specifically because Rise of the Resistance is not opening when Star Wars Land opens. You'll have right. the you'll have everything else. The Falcon ride will be open. It just Star Wars Rise of the Resistance won't be. Yeah. Uh, so I think you're going to get some more information about that later, and maybe some more plans about, you know, because you'll still have another couple of weeks after that once before Orlando opens. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. Um, I really, really want to go. Yeah. Oh, I, I do. Too. Oh, I mean, yeah, as, yeah, for sure. Yeah. As much as I want to be there, I also really don't plan on being there anytime this year. And I don't even know about next year. It might be the year after that. Cause I, not that things would ever totally settle down, but I kind of want things to settle down a little bit before I go. Just give so it, yeah, actually, give it some time. Yeah. Like I can so actually enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah. You're talking like a decade. <laughs> oh, no, not, not going to be that long. <laughs> well, no, not I, that long. Yeah. Like Harry Potter, when that first opened, um, when they've opened those sections of those parks, those have been zoo. Those were zoos for like two or three years, yeah, yeah. and they're still like Harry Potter is. I'm not. I'm not going to downplay and say it's. It's not a small. I mean, it's a huge fandom. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Star Wars is bigger, but oh, yeah. Harry Potter is still huge. Yeah. And even now, like, I mean, the first Harry Potter Land opened. I don't know, six or seven, eight years ago, something now. Yeah. And it's still crazy. Yeah, it's still crazy, but it, it's a manageable crazy now because I've been to it a, a couple times now, and and then my first experience, it was it was a lot more packed. But the last time I went there, it was. Still very busy, but I was able to get on rides faster. I was able to walk yeah. into stores easier. Like it, it wasn't as bad. Uh, it's and it's definitely an experience. Like if you're a Harry Potter fan and you've not been there, you should go there because it's oh, it's it's amazing. It's, it's like walk, yeah, it's like walking into the story. So yeah, nice. Um, yeah. Um, so and that's and like I said, yeah, I expect that even though it might be 
two years before I go to the Star Wars land, I do expect it's still going to be crazy, but I don't think it'll be crazy as it is going to be this year and even Yeah, and maybe all the bugs will be worked out by then, too. So. That's the other thing, too, yeah. So well, All i got to say is 2020 Anaheim, you know you want to go. I know I do. <laughs> I know I do. Yeah. <laughs> It, it might it might happen, Grub. It might happen. So. Well, you got a free place to stay if you want. That's so. that that might be why it happens. I mean, <laughs> we'll have, we have to drive in like to twenty minutes every sure. morning and every evening, but whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah whatever. I've done that before. It's not a big that's, deal. That's fine. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, um, it might, yep, absolutely. So, um, so, do you guys want to get into the big news about the uh, what's so, coming down? Well, yeah. So you you were in. I figured we might as well go jump into the fact that you we're right in the hall for the trailer. Yep. So give, tell us what that was like and what, what all happened. and Yeah, what was the reaction of the crowd? Uh, it's <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Uh, the, I was, when they, for episode seven, I was in the hall when they, for the episode trailer, you know, the episode seven, all that, that panel mm-hmm. celebration a couple years ago. I was not there for eight um, just because it, I couldn't get you know, it was a different situation I was in two years ago versus four in this year. Um, but it, to me, it felt a lot more like episode seven again. Okay. And I'm not sure if, you know, like I, I remember the reaction to eight being people were excited, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of, I felt like temperament because a lot of people weren't sure about Ryan Johnson Sure. Yeah. Um, and whatever you want to think about eight, you know, people have a right to be, you know, were you know, on hindsight being, people had a have a have a valid right to be uh, to have been had that reaction with Ryan Johnson in that original trailer. But um, but the trail when so panel starts, they come out, they're they're doing the thing, they introduce this person, introduce that person. Um, they had the whole cast, um, well, not all the cast, but. Adam Driver wasn't there, but they brought out J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy, um, and Stephen. Oh, Stephen Colbert was the host. Oh, nice, nice. And I didn't realize that dude was really that like a legitimate like that big a Star Wars fan. Like he's a huge Star Wars fan, and I didn't know that. Nice. Um, so he was a he was a lot of fun to watch to to watch with that. So they brought out Kathleen, they brought out J.J., they did some stuff, then um, they brought out Anthony Daniels. And he went on these weird, like, diatribes about, you know, it's like, okay, uh, um, I guess you you must have a much bigger role in this movie than you've had in the last two. Right. Just by your reaction. <laughs> nice. Uh, then they brought out, you know, they, they rolled out R2-D2, and he just kind of sat there and beeped. Um, and then they brought out John Boyega, they brought out Daisy Ridley, they brought out um, Oscar Isaac, um, Kelly Marie Tran... Uh, Jonas and they brought out Billy D. Williams. Nice. Uh, and B- <laughs> Billy D. was um, was kind of having a little bit of fun, and I'm not sure. If, like, I don't think he's used to this kind of thing. I mean, right. maybe he is. I don't know. But it was kind of interesting watching him. Oh, and they also brought out a uh, Nomi Aoki. I think her yeah. name is. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I don't know her from anything. So, like, the name sounded familiar, but I don't know beyond that. Um, and so they did the whole thing where they went up there and they asked, you know, they asked questions of people and they people were diplomatic about their answers. But 
Oscar Isaac and John, John Boyega were playing so hard on the people that want Finn and Poe to be in a relationship together. Oh, jeez. It was hilarious. That's with them. And the other funny nice. thing was, is Oscar Isaac had this great big bushy beard. Not big bushy beard, but he had a, he had a beard going on, a pretty good beard. Mm-hmm. And so my buddy leans over and goes, yeah, he's in full Dune mode, isn't he? <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because he's playing Duke Leto Atreides in the... Uh, the Villeneuve uh, redo of Dune that they just started filming like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but the like, and you said Billy D looked pretty good. Billy D looked surprisingly good. Like he he's like eighty something years old. So I mean, he's still an old man, but he looked really good. Cool. Um, I don't know how that's going to play when it comes to him in the movie you know i don't know how much time he's really gonna have and sure what what, what he's doing um oh and they also introduced that new droid dio um which looks like a wheel with like a battle droid head on it yeah okay yeah i don't it's an, i don't know what the hell his relationship is to anything but he but he you see him in the trailer you see him in some of the production stills that they released all those things um uh it was an interesting like but they didn't really all everybody was waiting for, because you knew that they weren't going to tell you anything, and all everybody was waiting for was drop the trailer, you know, and what's yeah. right. the movie. Um, because that's just like, we're like, okay, either you should have shown that at the beginning, and then maybe give us some information, or just, you know, whatever. I mean, it was great seeing everybody, and it was also funny, because like, I leaned over to my friend, I'm like, okay, so is, it gonna, is the title color going to be blue or green? And he's like, I don't know, because I was like, well, in the because you, know, you have, in theory, the four, you know, you have you had Force Awakens was yellow, mm-hmm. last Jedi was red, right, so there's, yeah. there's two of your lightsaber colors, and then you've got blue and green, blue, so one yeah. was gonna be, and then the other thing I said was there's gonna be an R in one of the words because Revenge, Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, every third movie is started with an R. Right. That that was the only thing I had prediction wise. That's funny. I, the title never would have picked it, you know. Yeah. And, and then the question is, what does it mean? Right, of course. Uh, yeah. So and, then they, and of course the titles a lot of times they mean more than one thing, and you know, there's, I mean, yeah. So they they roll the trailer. Mm-hmm. Crowd goes freaking ballistic, and like we're all I'm sitting there. There's uh, it's my. It, it was like five or six of us sitting there that we all know each other. We're all, you know, friends, and we're all like, it gets like we're like, oh god, this trailer, this trailer, and then like the the laugh at the end. Yeah. And yeah. I seriously thought that the room was just going, like the walls were going to explode from the sound. <laughs> it was so loud. I mean, yeah. just instant, like people are like, oh my god, screaming and just at the top of the lungs and and uh, so then Ian Mc. So then the lights come up, and Ian McDiarmid is standing on the stage. Nice. And he just goes, roll it again. <laughs> nice. And the thing is, he paused before he said it, and you just see this smirk on his face, like, oh, you're going to like this. And then, so then the lights cut out, and it, and it boom, it plays again, and that was the end of it. Um, nice. But it was just, and then the reaction the second time was even louder than the first reaction. Well, that's good. So, I was That's just like, awesome. I mean, it was the energy in that room was intense. So. And, I, and I like hearing that because obviously, since the trailer's been out and people have had time to digest it, now you're hearing the, the bitching and the moaning about 
the emperor coming back and all that type of stuff. And, um, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm actually all for it. I'm curious how they're going to do it and how it works and all that type of stuff. Um, it's one of those things like, okay, that's cool. Now I want to see it. I want to see how they do it. Um, but I'm glad to hear like the people there, which you would hope are like, you know, were losing their minds that they were super excited. And some of the, some of the people I was sitting with are last Jedi haters. Like mm-hmm. they did not like that movie, and they were they were going freaking more ballistic than I was. Yeah. So I mean, it was just. Like, well, and like some of the I stuff I'm hearing is like, oh, well, this is J.J. Abrams again doing the fan service, so he's bringing stuff that we want. It's like, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. Like, however, he d- I just want to see how he does it. Like, yeah, I'm good with it. How are yeah, they explaining it? It's like, it, you know, if we get into the trailer talk, it's like that laugh at the end. It's like yeah. holy shit, like. Yeah. What is this like? How how are they like? It really has my like my ears perked. Going, what the hell? Like, how? What? Where? It, yeah. Huh? Is, is this a clone? Did he actually not die at the at the bottom? Like, is, did, is was, it some kind of force? Like, is he is he like, is you know, the, not even like the Sith don't really have ghosts, but they they can right. be their their presence can be attached to items. Is he somehow right. stuck to parts? Because that's the thing is, is like when we were watching that trailer. Like it was hard to tell at first. Like, is that a is that the Death Star on the planet? Like, right. or is, or is that a mountain? And then, like, it took me like the first viewing I had when I sat down um, and looked and watched it on my phone. Then I realized, it was like, holy crap, that's like the that's the cannon on the Death Star. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. is right. this Endor? Like, and the people are like, oh, it can't be Endor. There's, you know, there, it's a sea. I'm like. Um, no, it could have been the moon of Endor, guys, because yeah. you can see when they're flying in, there are large lakes, you know? Right. And you don't right. know what's on the other side of that planet. Right. Um, well, and, it, and again, the guys that we knew from Return of the Jedi, they were on the forest moon of Endor. Maybe there's other moons of Endor. Well, there are, like, if you look at Wolkie, right. yeah. like seven yeah. moons, but the only one that can hold life was the sanctuary, the, you know, the sanctuary moon, the forest moon. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, well, and, and, plus and the, the part crashing onto the planet could have created that 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 right. that's you know like right the ecological it's damage years that, later yeah. <laughs> yeah the ecological damage of a peat chunk of the death star that big hitting the ground it's right. going to change your your your, your climate and everything yeah. Yeah. yeah well and and the thing is like i i know you said like the sith or the dark side doesn't really have force ghosts but they could if they follow like because in if they follow some of the legend stuff or the stuff that's become legends like there were Dark side force ghosts uh, that were done in the comics and everything else, mm-hmm. and they were also known to possess people. Yep. So you could have yeah. something like that with the emperor. Like I just don't know. Like I said, he may not have died when he was thrown over. Yeah, we saw the big power thing surge come up, but we don't know if that was from him dying or if that was from him stopping himself from floating and dying. I don't, you know, uh, we just we don't know. But then the question is. If it is him, if he did survive that, where has he been all this time? Like those things need to be answered somehow. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it's the actual emperor. Emperor, I think it's my personal opinion. It's a clone. It's some kind that's of my clone, thought. or it's 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 something that's not. It's even or it may not even be a physical embodiment, and he can't leave anyway. You know, yeah. I it's to me like it's not like. I don't, I'm just going to let this go where it goes, and when I watch it, because right. I have no fucking clue where anything is right now. Yeah, I'm almost picturing. <laughs> so, I'm almost picturing something like uh, what Zon did, where he had the Jedi's that were cloned, 
and they went dark. I could almost see that with the Emperor, and who knows, we might freaking get Luke clone or something like that too, where they they cloned Jedi's to to meet their needs and stuff like that. We just don't know what we're gonna see. Yeah, that's and that's the thing is is that's one of the guys that was um, uh, one of the guys I was staying in the room with is one of these guys that tries to go total spoiler free, including not watching trailers. Yeah, and I'm like, dude. You are at the wrong place to be trying oh, to do that right yeah. now. Yeah, because um, no because it, and it sucked because because he's like I'm he's like I'm silencing everybody on Facebook and it's just like we want to talk about it. the other three of us in the room want to talk about it and we can't because he's sitting there. It's like it's like Pat, just go somewhere else, oh, man. Oh my like, god, I'd be kicking <laughs> his ass out. I'm sorry. Just throw him some money. You got to go get a drink or something. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm sorry. Like that that time at, at Baltimore, it's like if someone, if we all want to talk about something, and someone doesn't. It's like, well, then you got to leave the room. That's your choice to not want to talk about it. We're we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, when he went out of the room, the other three of us were like, oh, blah, 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 blah. what does this mean? We're like, I right. don't know. Right. But uh, yeah. It. Um, man, I, I am, love I love the Daisy flip. The Daisy, yeah. Know, that. Yeah. The, the Ray flips and and everything else that was awesome. I really like the look of the costumes for a lot of these guys. Yeah, and like that was something John Boyega brought up when he was talking about. It. It's like you know, it's like he's like Finn's costume was never really like Finn. It was it was never his. Yeah, yeah and he's just like, but now they give me blue pants, and I'm like, as soon as I got the blue pants, I'm like, oh yeah, there's my look. <laughs> nice. Um, but uh, the con- like, I love that look of Ray in the white. Yes, and like people were like freaking out because I didn't realize it, but she's got a hood. Yeah. That cloak on her back has got a hood on it. I'm like, oh shit, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like the look of of Poe and Finn when you see them like in a lot of those shots and in places, you're like, man, they just they look so cool. Yeah. Um, but I just, man, I just don't know where anything's going. It's like, right? Please get it to come on December. Well, I will say, like you were talking about with with Ray, I like the fact that they haven't really changed her look drastically from movie to movie because I always liked. Her look from the very first movie, mm-hmm. uh, they've just enhanced it like in each movie. Yeah, um, small tweaks. Yeah, so it's like I, so I'm glad they did that because that is her look. Like that's how I picture Ray. And so seeing in this one to see that it's different, but yet it's not different. I really like that. So well, in like to I was just listening this morning at work to your guys uh, the last podcast you did about the top twenty five or the top twenty Star Wars characters. Yeah, to me, Ray is like starting to creep into that top 10 yeah um oh yeah because you know as you were talking about the mary sue thing it's like i was like shut up about that crap like right right but <laughs> there's just something about daisy i find just i i'm not i don't want to say adorable but there's something about daisy that i really like yeah and then just that character of ray just fascinates me and i don't you yeah. know it's well she was in my top 10 so i mean yeah <laughs> like and i could see her potentially going higher depending on what they do with her so yeah, yeah exactly. depending on the movie yeah uh but i just oh, i'm so just i'm so ready for that oh yeah for sure <laughs> yeah it should be a lot of fun well and then i know that they i don't know if it was necessarily a celebration but it's something we're talking about too they they released the fact that they are slowing down on the star wars movies yeah, they, so like, they, they said that um a while like i want to say six months ago right about Bob Iger made a comment about uh, he was they were going to kind of slow down on it because you know it's, like, it's right. the idea of you know perhaps we made too many too quickly and we should have slowed down but you know I think they also they want to 
focus on Disney Plus for a little while, too. Yeah. Well, and I think what it is, too, is... Uh, yeah, and that stuff's got me excited, and we can talk about that, too. But um, the... I think that what's helping this movie, too, is that it has been a year and a half, or it will be a, have been a year and a half by the time this movie comes out since the last one came out. Yes. And so I, I do feel like that distance for these... These are not Marvel movies. As much as I have no problem seeing one every, one every single year... Uh, or more, uh, I feel like you can't treat Star Wars like you treat the Marvel properties. Um, so if we get a new Star Wars movie once every three years or so, I'm good with that, especially with them adding all this other stuff in between uh, through the Disney Plus and everything else. So what are you, what are your guys' feelings towards, like, how often do you think Star Wars movies should come out? Well, I I agree with every couple of years, two to three years. I think it's good. That's how it was when we were growing up. And it gave you time if you collected, like, action figures for them (laughs) to produce, you know, more action figures from the same movie. That's why you've got so many random background characters in, you know, the the first, you know, couple of waves there. Yeah. I mean, if they were producing them... Like they have been, we would have never got like a hammerhead or a snaggletooth right. or any random cantina creature. You'd have got you know their main characters, and they would have moved on and went to another movie. Well, you know, like, like they did in the in the other ones, like Force Awakens, even like a lot of the Rogue One characters and stuff like that. Well, not only that, you, but like never got, your, you know representations your, of them in plastic. To your point, though, too, with that, not just figures, but just. Being able to know all the characters, know who they were, yeah. I, I mean, we would buy the encyclopedias and I can't look at them up and right see who now. they were. Yeah, I, I can't keep up with all the characters. I know the main characters, and it's like okay. And I don't even know how well I know the main characters at this point. But but yeah, yeah having having a, a movie come out every, like you said, every two three years, it gives me a chance to really fully digest the, the all the characters in that movie. So. Well, I I think the argument to be made about the toys is a little different because. Back in the when you just had the original trilogy, you had three movies. Right. Now at this point, we're what at the end of this year we'll have eleven. Eleven, yeah. You know, plus yeah. how many how many animated shows? So yeah. at this point, you you can only produce so much because it, you're only physically capable of producing so much, right. and you have a bazillion characters to make. So, you know, like if we were only getting one movie every say every five years or something, uh, it it becomes a little easier in my opinion because you don't have um, the, well, the, even like the sublines, like they did the forces of destiny and stuff like that. You can throw that in where you're not sandwiched between. Okay, we're going to release movie, you know, wave figure one from Force Awakens. Let's throw in Force of Destiny. Then you got this other thing going on, and then there's something else, you know, an vintage collection. And now there's like six inches and stuff. It's a lot for someone who collects yeah. to do that, and you, you don't get the full. I don't think you get the full, um, I don't say treatment or something like that, but you, you, you're not getting the full, uh, I don't know, it's, it's just not all there like yeah. it was before. Even like when like the prequels were coming out, you see, we, we got a lot more product for like episode like one and then episode two came out and everybody was really hyped for it and you got a lot of, you know, fast food premiums and stuff like that and it seemed like they were, I don't know, maybe I was just younger and more naive well, about it, but I, I think also someone seemed to be looking forward to it more, and it wasn't, you know, something like, oh, here's another Star Wars movie, oh, another Star Wars movie. 
Well, and you were mostly dealing with one scale at that time, too. You were dealing with the three and three-quarter inch figures. You weren't yeah. dealing with six-inch figures on top of that you, and having hot toy figures and having Lego sets and everything else. Well, I mean, there, there were there were some Lego sets, and there were the you know the unleashed figures and stuff like that. So not you, to the you level did have it is now though. No, not to the level. You're right. You're right. <laughs> to, to this not year to is the 20th anniversary of the Star Wars Lego. So Legos, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you also have to remember too that there's a much bigger collector's market now. Right. Uh, back in right. you know a lot of that earlier stuff, it was just we're just pumping out toys for kids. You oh know, yeah, sure. There, yeah. there wasn't this like you know like let's be realistic. The six inch line not really aimed. I mean, they're fine toys, but they're really aimed at collectors. Not really. They're aimed at collectors. Are oh, not yeah. aimed at kids. So, yeah. You know, and that's the problem is is like, oh, we're only going to be able to pump out so many of these, and there's like. 8,000 characters to make, you're like, oh my god, like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but remember back when the, like, uh, I don't know, when the Clone Wars was still, you know, on TV and stuff like that, and you had, like, wave upon wave upon wave of, like, figures, and then you had, like, the, it was like when, the, when they first did the vintage collection. Yeah. You still had Clone Wars, then you had the the Clone Wars the animated series figures, and then you had they had even had time because there was nothing else going on. Oh, we're going to give you vintage figures looking too. Yeah, yeah. You know stuff like that where you could like, well, I'll just collect you know this subset or this subset or pick a couple of random people from this and this. Not even if you're like a, a kid who wants like the Clone Wars stuff and the role play stuff, but there was like other stuff too. But I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah, but uh, in, going back to the amount of movies, but I, I do your... think I do think it's a lot to come out in a short period of time. Like yeah. it's almost like a relief in a way that they are scaling back on it. Yeah, just so you could you know catch your breath a little bit, you know, and like digest what came out. Well, I know for me, even it's one of those things. Like I love watching these movies multiple times, and I don't really get to watch them multiple times because I'm getting ready for the next one every time. The next one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've I've watched Solo probably three or four times. I've watched. I've seen you know, it twice. Yeah, and I've seen the other ones like maybe three or four times. But like I remember the original trilogy and hell even the prequels. I've seen those more times than I can count at this point. Um, I can't do that right now because I'm okay. The next movie's coming out. Okay, I gotta go see that one. And now when I get that on video, I'll watch that a few more times. And then oh, the next one's coming out. So it's right. And that's a not our really only focus some, either. As right. you know. Right, a, yeah. adults or you know comic yeah. collectors. There's other right. things out there too, right. so it's not just Star Wars. Right, you know, there's Marvel's got a hell of a thing going on right now. Hell, I'm behind on watching Resistance, Star Wars Resistance. I have them all DVR'd, but I just haven't. I've watched a few episodes, and I really need to get caught up on them because I want to. But it's like, like you, to your point, I've got so many other things going on right now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I want to watch all of them, but. Uh, I actually I'm like really that show. I actually think it's pretty good. I, I've never seen it. It's good. I watched it's, like the first I'm, like two episodes and it seemed okay. It's just yeah. I, I just well, I was like three year old. Destiny, the little three minute cartoons and stuff like that. I've seen like five or six of those. I haven't seen them all. Oh, what I really like currently is there's a, a YouTube channel, Star Wars Kids. Yes, they do that. Oh, was it uh, what the hell is it, Galaxy of Heroes? Yes, or something like that. These little yeah. like where they take actual clips from the movies, but they animate them in kind of an anime type style. Yeah, they're really cool. And some of those are spectacular. Yeah, nice. Um, I love I love the one with uh, Luke 
against the Wampa. Yeah. Because it is done so much more intensely than the actual movie showed it to me. <laughs> and then, oh. yeah, like those are, especially the the boy really likes, um, he loves Darth Vader and he loves Adats. Yeah. So like he'll be like, again, again, again. I'm like, yeah. dude, we've just watched this like five times in a row. Like, please. And then the <laughs> yeah. world fit. I'm like, oh, fine. Um, but it makes me want to see like a whole movie done like that or a whole half hour <laughs> like, show or something yes. like that. You, you know you're a father when you call your kid the boy. The boy, yeah. <laughs> Usually it's wee man or little man, but yeah. But yeah, it's just, I refer to my son sometimes as you know the boy. I would have no problem if they did a whole animated version of one of the movies like that, like just just scene for scene, but done in that style where it's it's a little bit more ramped up to be more like anime, like you said. Um, I think that would be awesome to see one of the movies done, done completely like that. So, um, but yeah, I like those little shorts and everything else. So, speaking of TV, Star Wars, uh, we also got to see uh, the Mandalorian is coming out, and we got to. There was actually a trailer for that as well. I have I have a story about John Favreau real quick. Yeah, that looked really good. But go with your story. Yes. The on Sunday on Sunday morning, uh, a friend of mine, they're part of the DC Star Wars Collectors Club. They had a booth, so they had exhibitor badges, and his uh, his girlfriend was like, she was just taking the day off, so he's like, I was like, she's like, I've got an exhibitor badge if you want to use it for the day. I'm like, sure, whatever. So I got on the floor like I don't know, like an hour or so early, just. It's not like I was in a rush to do anything, but it's like, sure, whatever, I'll just come through. Sure. So we're just standing there talking to like a couple of a group of us just standing there talking to each other, and and uh, like I was going like I'm just gonna go over this way and just start wandering around, and I backed up a bit and I turned around, and John Favreau is there with his giant ass security detention as they're walking around the floor looking at stuff, and I'm like, holy crap. Um, so, he, like, I mean, they walked within, like, the security guard basically walked, like, directly in front of me. I just went, hi, John. I just went, hi. And he waved back at me. So That's cool. <laughs> I was like, nice. all right, sweet. And Dave Filoni was with him, too. But yeah. uh, And it was nice. interesting because I saw them later, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes later somewhere else on the floor. And, like, dudes are, like, trying to run up and get selfies and get him to try to hand him stuff. And the security guards are like, nah. Like, yeah. they're, like, stiff-arming people away. And like, <laughs> gone with ye. Um and then uh, later that You're day... You're in the back in the crowd yelling, hey, leave Dave alone. <laughs> well, it's funny. Dave Filoni was like trying to be like nice and work with people, but he's like, you know, we got a panel we got to get to because it's probably like 10.30 in the morning or something, and they're supposed to be on the, on the, at the panel like 11. Yeah. Uh, but I also later that day had a run-in with Charlie Benetti, who, which if you guys don't know who he is, he's the drummer for Anthrax. Right. Uh, and I was just like... Okay, I guess it should make sense that they're also Star Wars fans because they write songs about uh, um, uh, Judge Dredd. You know, I guess that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just randomly yeah. ran into him. Like we were over at a booth looking at something, and my buddy looks up and goes, "Hey, that's isn't that Charlie from Anthrax?" And I'm kind of like, "What?" I turn around and I'm like, "Oh, that really looks like him." And I like yeah. to pull up the phone and I'm like, I Google him real quick, and I'm like. Yeah, that's him. And I turn around, and him and his wife—I I think it was his wife—had wandered off. Like, damn it! Um, oh, nice. But then I ran into them later. I'm like, "Are you Charlie?" He goes, "Yeah." It's like, you know, he goes, "Yeah." It's like, you're from you're drummer Antax, right? And he goes, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Dude," I just shook his hand. I said, 
Thank you for making some amazing ass music and being part of a kick ass band. Thank you. That's and cool. then he said, "Hey man, thanks." And then we went off. Like I just didn't want to bother. <laughs> like you just like how's Scott? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just like whatever, dude. Like I love Anthrax, so I'm like, holy crap! Like that's really cool. But yeah, anyway, cool. okay, that's it. Those are the only real well celebrity runnings I really had in, other than uh, the guy plays Dak. John Morton lives in the area here. Yeah, uh, and so I actually have a relationship him with him in real life so it's like he was there signing at one point he's like here, here, come over come over so we were over and we're talking about something and, that's cool but because he was only there for like two days or something but very yeah. very cool okay i guess back to the mandalorian yeah that's fine oh, that's <laughs> yeah, good. yeah so uh so what are your thoughts grub uh or what was the vibe there as far as when it came to the mandalorian um for people who know me well know that I think Boba Fett is a bitch. I do not like that. <laughs> and like, I get it. It's fine if you like him. That's cool. I don't. I, but beyond the man, like, I don't really care about the Mandos. They're they're fine. They look neat. Whatever. Um, but when I finally saw, like, because you can find there's like a teaser, like yeah. some kind of like behind the scenes kind of teaser trailer, yeah. and then there's a trailer trailer that they played at the panel. But you have to kind of—they didn't officially release them. Yeah, you really got it. And if you watch the official the official feed of the trailer, they cut all those out. Yeah. So you got to kind of snoop around. You can find them. Um, yeah, I found one and put it on the Star Joe's group page. Uh, I think is where I put it, or on the main page, a fan page. But uh, yeah, it was it it it, weir- it was weird to me that they didn't release that because they released the trailer for for the rise of Skywalker so readily and so easily. Yeah. I was a little surprised by why they didn't release the, at least the, tr- the trailer they had for it, but right. And like, Holy shit, that looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was so much, um, buzz like people. I mean, I literally heard dozens of people on that show just overhearing conversations or having conversations with people about like, I am, they, they, they were like, I am more excited for that show than I am for episode nine. Yeah. So there is a lot. There was, I mean, there was a lot of that one. And that one takes place when? I can't remember. Five years after Jedi. That's okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Because the video game takes place between episode three and four, uh, the Fallen Order or whatever it is. Uh, But yeah, the, but yeah, that's what I thought took place after Jedi. So that'll be interesting too. uh, And they play that out. I mean, plus it was cool to see some like familiar aliens for a change. Yes. Yeah. You know, like there was yeah. a Devorian in there. There was a Twi'lek, who somebody called her like the Goth Twi'lek or something. But I, I haven't really been able to see it enough to really like understand what he meant. Right. Uh, it looked like IG88 too. Yes, or some kind of IG droid. Yeah. Like, I yeah. was like <laughs> that scene. The, the scene where he, the IG-88 standing there and like it's it's spinning its arms around shooting people. Yeah, yes. just blasting everything. I was like, finally, you got to see what one could do. Like, oh, I, in live action, I know we saw it a, a little bit that type of droid in the Clone Wars you, uh, animated show, but to see one in live action actually like kick some ass, you're like, oh, that's why it's an assassin droid. <laughs> that just made me remember something. Where um, I was walking back to the hotel um, one one day for something. And there's a there's a there's a, a a sky bridge walking across, and as soon as you get into the hotel, there's all these chairs and couches and stuff. And I'm walking by, and I kind of glance over to my right, and there's this dude, and he's just signing, signing, signing photos. And I realized it was Bill Hargraves, the guy who was oh. the puppeteer for 
for IG88 was there. Nice. I don't know. I think he was there for like a panel or two. He wasn't actually signing convention, but I guess he must have had some kind of like a deal with one of the autograph um, nice. folks. But just made me think of all of a sudden it's like, well, the puppeteer for BGV, for IG88 was there, and then you have IG88 like just like going crazy on screen. That's so cool. yeah, that's awesome. And, <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, I, Carl I, Weathers. I want some kind of predator reference in there. <laughs> Please let there be some kind of predator reference. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I and I think they released the price is going to be six ninety nine for the yeah. Disney Plus. Disney Plus, I said six ninety nine a month, or if you do the year subscription, it's like six sixty nine dollars for the year. So it actually, if you do the year subscription at one shot, it's like really like five dollars and something a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. They'll have my money. So. Oh yeah. yeah, I'll be I'll be getting that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's cheaper than Netflix. Right. Yeah. By half. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so that I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm trying to remember, is there another Star Wars thing that they're doing for Disney Plus or working on it right now? Uh there's the Cassian Andor series. Oh yes. That they announced. Um, and then there's like the Clone Wars, Clone Wars continuing. Clone Wars. Yeah. Yes, the yeah, yeah the animated series. That's what I was trying to remember. I forgot. I think the that's the Andor thing. I think the Clone Wars. It, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. Well, it reminded me. Which one of you guys said that was it? You Chuck that had Cassian on your list of top twenty. Yeah. Yeah. The funny part is, if you get a chance to go do uh, the Void, which is that VR experience company. Uh, they have a Star Wars one called like Secrets of the Empire. Cassian and K two are actually in it. Oh, cool! Oh, nice. Very cool. So very I, it, it made me it made me think of that when I was listening this morning. I was like, oh yeah, it's like so Cassian has showed up in something else, and then now he's getting a series. So it's like, and Alan Tudyk said that K two is in the series. Nice, nice. And then uh, um, they also and I don't know I can't remember if this is at Celebration or not, but they uh, also revealed the the new. Lucasfilm uh, video game of uh, Jedi. Yeah, that, that was there. Fallen, that was Fallen the Order. Um, any reactions from that as well? Like anything um, you picked up on? I I'll, most like I thought the trailer looked neat, and yeah. the things that really got my attention were was no downloadable content, yes. single player That's game. That's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. on you don't have to be online to play. And I'm like, right. thank you. For right. finally somebody going back to making just a single player game, I yeah. can play by myself. I yeah, have to worry about all the online crap. because I love the Unleashed games for that reason. It was just they were fun to play and they were single player and uh, there was actually a good story with them. Uh, well, the first one, the second one. Yeah, the second one I still liked it. I still liked the story on the second one. The first one was a really good, but um, and that's what I'm kind of hoping for this one, like. I don't really play video games anymore, but what I'm hoping for with this is, number one, I will watch somebody's whole playthrough so I can see the whole story, but I'm hoping that we'll get what we did with Unleashed, which is either a book uh, or a graphic novel or something like that, because I'm interested in the story. I want to know who this character is and what is the whole story behind it. So, I, like I said, I will watch a video because someone, you know, there'll be several people that will record the whole thing and put it on YouTube. Uh, so I'll watch that just to get the story, but I'm hoping that they'll also tie in books and comics to it as well. Um, I know yeah, they Yeah, wasn't there have... one about uh, Inferno Squad? 
Yeah, but and they well, and they did one for uh, Unleashed when they Unleashed, did Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, the graphic course, novel for that. Yeah, I've yeah, got, they did uh, a graphic novel. They also did a novel for it. Also, yeah. um, but there was a recent novel. I think it was called Inferno Squad. Was that yeah. it? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, they actually did a couple books that were based. Yeah, there on was okay. uh, Twi- um, Twilight. Something yeah, there was. Something. There was. A, there was a book that for Battlefront One, I think, that was yeah. for uh, aimed. On, it was on the the rebel side, just like the troopers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of going through each of like the maps. Uh, actually, oh, that okay. book was was Twilight Company. Twilight yes. Company. Yeah, yes, I yes. actually kind of. I actually really liked that book. Yeah, uh, and then they also did the Inferno Squad, like you mentioned, Chuck. That was tied into Battlefront as well. Um, just just a side tangent. Also, uh, I mentioned it in the Patreon episodes when I went through previews. But they're doing a Tie Fighter comic book, but they're doing a novel. From uh, so there's the, the Tie Fighter comic book is going to be a story focusing on the Tie Fighter pilots, but then there's going to be a novel that comes out called Alphabet Squad. I want to say yeah, Alphabet Squadron. Uh, Squadron that's going to be the Rebel pilots' point of view of the exact same story that you were reading in the comic. You know, That's the thing, awesome. The thing yeah. about that Tie Fighter comic, I desperately want that to be the 181st. Uh, okay. Because that's that's Baron Fells. Yeah. Uh, um. Which uh, oh, I like. Please, 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 please yeah, bring, yeah. bring Baron Fell into into canon. Bring him in. Into bring canon, him in. Bring right. him in. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like I said, for the Fallen Order, I love the I love the trailer. I thought the trailer looked really interesting. Like, it, but it made me. Again, it just what it did for me is it just wanted to pull me into the story and find out who this character is because it, it is supposed to be a Jedi that survived Order sixty six. So, um, oh, cool. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was, a, he was like a Kanan situation where he was like a Padawan. Yeah. yeah, and they actually have Inquisitors in the uh, in the trailer for it. Yeah, nice. So, trailer looked awesome, and it's voiced by uh, the guy. He's I think he does the Joker on Gotham actually. Oh, cool. Okay, that's the same actress, actor, not okay. actress. It's a redheaded guy. <laughs> it's a redheaded guy. I don't. I don't. I don't know what his name is. But gotcha. Um. All right. So, uh, what what else was was there for you? Like, what what other things caught your eye? What what like what spectacles did they have? There was uh, a lot. They had. Um. Did I send you the photos of uh, the tread cycle or whatever yes. the hell it was called? Yes. The the Belgians have. Um. The Belgian five hundred first garrison are just master prop builders. I mean, yeah. like, ridiculously good prop builders. But I guess they must have been working with Lucasfilm to build... When you watch the the trailer for Rise of Skywalker, you see there's a scene in there where there's, like, a, like one of Jabba's skiffs is, like, chasing... Like, they're, like, Finn and Poe and, and 3PO are on it, and they're being chased by these dudes, and you can't tell if they're on a bike or if they're on, a like, jetpacks or something. Mm-hmm. And I think it's those... I don't remember what they're called. Like a tread, like it basically looked like a uh, like a snowmobile, um, except on, uh, except for it's a it's a swoop bike. Yeah. So. No, oh, cool. It, it was it was really neat, um, and that's what I, that's what those guys are actually on in the trailer, um, yeah. and we just kind of stumbled on it. We like walked over and we're like, "Holy crap!" My friend's like, "Oh man, I haven't seen the Belgians at all." I'm like. You mean the guys that are literally standing behind you that all have the shirts on? <laughs> and yeah, the one guy's yeah. like, "Yep, that was us." Uh, it was just funny. He's like, "Turn around, man!" Like, <laughs> well, and, and I will post uh, the pictures that you sent to me on the Star Joe's uh, group page on Facebook uh, when this episode comes out, so people can see what you're referring to and everything. Yeah, I, well. I, know, I sent them to uh, to Brian at, at Pop Cultural Leftovers as well. 
Yeah. I, I know he put them up on the PCL page, but yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was it was neat because like I mean, unfortunately, it was like like seven or eight feet off the ground, so it was me holding my phone up trying to yeah <laughs> trying to get photos of it better than the. Uh, oh, and you ran into a. Uh, I'm looking through the, some of the pictures you sent. You ran into a, a oh, Joe. Star Joe's listener, yeah, yeah. Joe Nickerin. Yeah, because so. um, him and I were kind of like trying to work out. Like I was, he's like, "Well, we're I'm not getting until here," and I was walking over to the autograph area. I forget which day it was. Um, I was walking over to the autograph area just because I was getting ready to to go get some autographs, and I'm walking over, and the dude's standing there, and he's got a, he's trying to son's taking a photo, and he's got a Star Joe shirt shirt on. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. I'm like, well, that's got to be Joe. Right. You're like, it's either Joe or it's somebody else that knows the show. So I'm as well talk I was to him. Like, I was like, Joe. He's like, like, yeah. I'm like, hey, it's Rob. I'm like, oh, hey. So we were, we talked for a little while, and it was, uh, you know, he was there with his with his uh, his daughters, his son, and his wife. But at the time, I just met his son, which I forgot his son's name. So hi, Joe's son. I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Uh, <laughs> the boy. Yeah, and I I gave him one of my little. Uh, Garrison pins that I had. I'm like, here, since you got lanyard, nothing on it, take a pin. Right. Uh, but we we talked for a little while, and then uh, I think I had to get autographs, and he had to go off to somewhere, and I ran into him later um, for a few minutes. Um, but it was still pretty cool. Though. I was like, I was like, dude, now now you, now you know somebody if you're gonna come out to Baltimore, right? So, <laughs> hey, and and that's the thing. I know we say it every year, but like anyone that wants to come out to Baltimore should come out to Baltimore, even if you've never met any of us, because we will make you feel welcomed and you, by the end of the weekend you're going to feel just fine with <laughs> with hanging out with all of us i brought my buddy uh mike uh from work and it was his first time going to baltimore and he it was not too long after being there that i no longer was hanging out with him because he was hanging out with some of the other guys and <laughs> he was gone right as, like, as as a friend of mine said about an, another mutual friend of mine is like everybody keeps taking my friend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to do some to people, right? And that's the thing. Like we all know each other. We all obviously have this common bond of the show and everything else, and we all like the stuff. The reason why we're there. So it's like, uh, yeah, I was fine with that. Like my uh, other buddy Chris, he's supposed to come this year. He is looking forward so much to hang out with Rock this year. He, like, because him and Rock are like two peas in a pod, and oh. they they will get along perfectly together. Yeah, are you already, sure that the convention center is going to be able to handle that? No, but I don't have to worry about that because he can. Like, I'll probably see him at the beginning of the convention, and then when we're going home, and that's. <laughs> uh, but Chris is a great guy, so I'm looking forward to him. You know, meeting the whole group and everything else, and having a good time. But yeah, him and Rock are really looking forward to meeting each other because they have very similar mindsets. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, oh, I mean, that's cool. Floor wise, it was a lot of the usual, like a bazillion different vendors selling basically a lot of the same stuff because almost sure. everything that was for sale was Star Wars. Go figure. Sure. Yeah, um, I mean, there was a lot of there's a lot of like. Uh, you know, EFX had a booth. Funko had a booth. Um, Rancho Obi Wan was there, um, and that oh, you know cool. they had a, the, a, that focus this year was on because this was also the 20th anniversary of Celebration, right? Um, so that focus was on you know just Celebration stuff over the years. Gotcha. Um, uh, now, did you see any? I don't know if you necessarily look for this type of stuff when you see the retailers and everything else. But like, did you see stuff that anything that you never seen before or rarely ever see? Or 
There was a lot of tiki mugs this year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, the tiki mug, yeah. I yeah. mean, it wasn't just like one or two. I mean, no, it's like big. everybody had like a tiki mug exclusive <laughs> of some kind, it seemed like. I'm like, Jesus Christ, they're freaking everywhere. Yeah. Um, they're big right now. I don't know why, but they're big right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, if, I mean, like, there were some neat ones. I mean, some yeah. really neat ones. I mean, but to be I'm, honest with you, I like stuff like that. Like the, uh, not. I don't know, like not the so-called run-of-the-mill collectible, like the kitchen utensils or the cookie jars. Like I have a BB-8 cookie jar. Yeah, I like I like that stuff. I just don't see myself ever using a tiki mug. Like I think yeah. it looks oh, cool. It, yeah, you drink out of it. I understand, no, I I understand what a mug point. is. I understand what a mug is for. <laughs> yeah. You put but your just, beverage in it. And right. Well, like no. they had a one of them had an exclusive. It was like a I don't know how tall it was, maybe a twelve or fourteen inch. Rancor, and in his hand you put a shot glass that was it was a shot tiki glass of Luke and is the nice. Jedi like had a Falcon cool. tiki mug that was enormous and it came with like a Han and a Chewy like shot glass versions or something. I mean they just I mean it just I was like God dang there's a lot of these now those I would have to actually think about because that's pretty unique and pretty cool yeah, yeah. yeah. it was also pretty stuff expensive. like that you. Re- <laughs> yeah, you don't really see too often. It's right. not a you know well, Chewbacca was... figure or Han Solo figure or stuff like right. that. It's like right. it, it's pretty cool stuff. Well, Chuck, like I I want to still get like I got Rock got me those uh, Muppet glasses. I still want to get the Star Wars glasses from from back in the day. Oh, so. the Burger King glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm missing one... a couple of those too. Yeah. Yeah, I have one that my future brother-in-law got for me. Uh, or he had from his childhood, and he just he's like, I figured this is something you would like, so he's like, I figured you you would hold on to it more treasured than I would, so I have that, but I'm like, okay, it made me want to get the rest of them now. So I like kitschy stuff like that, too. I just, yeah. like I said, for the tiki mugs, I'm like, they look cool, but I just don't know what I would do with, with them other than trying to figure out some way to display them. But the Rancor one with Luke shot glass, I think that's kind of cool. So Yeah, yeah you, either, you either use it... And, and you know, enjoy it, or you you put it on display somewhere. That's yeah. that's really the only couple of options. But right. I know Rock, he has the Star Wars uh, Burger King glasses, and he drinks out of them. Yeah, I have I would, mine, I but I, they're in the cabinet. I, I don't use them. Yeah, for fear of breakage. <laughs> right, that's the thing. I wouldn't use them now. I used them like crazy when I was a kid. But I oh yeah, them we now. use them all the time. Uh, my my brother has a bunch of those, um, and his kids drink out of them. Oh. Yeah, so, but he also, I mean, like he's also like, I mean, he's sentimentally attached to them, but he's also yeah. like their glasses and the glasses. His, yeah. his, his son is is a month younger than mine. Yeah, um, and apparently he's becoming a huge Star Wars fan, so that's what he nice. wants to drink out of. Is uh, nice the Star Wars glass? Yeah, Star Wars it's just yeah for me, and I know for you guys as well. It's it for me now. Those glasses. I used them, of course, when I was a kid, but now those glasses have sentimental nostalgia ties to them, so I wouldn't use them for that reason. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But I would proudly display them. So yeah, there was uh, uh, the prop shop had a booth as well that they had a bunch of cool things. That, oh, nice. Um, you know, parts of the uh, of the Death Star. I mean, literally, like the models of the Death Star. <laughs> oh, right. Like, yeah. No, that's the, it's an auction site. You know, so I'm like, yeah. I I can't afford that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Um, you know, I keep real across, trash from the trash compactor. <laughs> a lot of cool like pins and and just little like you know like when it comes to the action figures, you know, you can pretty much find there's yeah. nothing like I mean, uh, the toy hunter guy was there and nice. he had, oh like, Jordan Hembro, yeah, like um 
and I, he had some stuff that was rare, as yeah. to put it mildly. Um, but most of the stuff, like I'm not looking for the action figures. I'm doing stuff like I'm looking for pins. Yeah. And, and uh, well, Rock know. just completed his uh, vintage carded collection. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, he has yeah, he has he every was, Star Wars figure made carded on card. Yeah. Yeah. In good in good awesome condition too, not just like oh. <laughs> That's, that's a lot of money right there. Oh, yeah. It is, yes, yeah. yeah. But he's been doing it for years now, so, I mean, this he yeah. finally got the last piece that he needed, so. Yeah. yeah, so for me, it's like pins, patches, stickers, you know, yeah. little. Yeah, stuff it, like it just, that, stuff, yeah. stuff catches my eye, you know. I mean, yeah. that's um, a, lot of do, a lot of people selling, like, Disney pins, you know, just yeah. in general, Disney pins. Uh, but it, you know. Well, I'll tell you, one of the, one of the Holy Grails for me to get is because especially from doing this show is I am trying to get an original art page from various comics of the properties that we cover. So I, I have GI Joe original art pages. Uh, I'm looking to get a, a turtles art page. Um, I want to get a star Wars original art page and it doesn't have to be the old Marvel run. It doesn't have to come from dark horse. It doesn't have to be from the, the current Marvel stuff, but I just want a page, but I also want it to be a page that, has something that means something to me. I just don't want like, oh, this has got a couple, uh, you know, troopers on it. There you go. Like, I want it to be a page where I'm like, that looks really cool. That you know, it's got some characters I really care about or really like. Um, so that'll that's be funny. Something. It's funny you should mention it because I was on eBay recently, just looking at like comic pages and stuff like that. Yeah. And you can get Star Wars pages yeah. relatively inexpensive for under a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and but much like Rock has pointed out with with uh, the cards stuff like that, you have to watch w- what you're buying and you have to really read the description and really look what you're oh, getting. Oh, for because, sure, yeah. Because there's definitely a lot of reprints. There's a lot of just prints of stuff and everything else. But yeah, yeah, you can get get good stuff. Um, but like I said, and for me, it doesn't have to be the most valuable thing out there, but I want it to be something that has some meaning. That's why when I went to Baltimore, I was looking for a Star Wars page. They had some, but all of them were like, okay, like, random guy number two on this page. Like, I don't know who the hell that yeah. is, and I don't care about him. <laughs> so. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't see... There there, there must have been um, people there selling comics and, and, and art, but I don't... A lot of those conventions don't, though. That's I, I mean, that's kind of surprising a little bit, but also I not. Mean, there not was there was a too. guy that was selling like I guess fifteen twenty years ago that Disney was and Lucas were putting out a lot of like here's the the uh, a film cell from a movie and and it's a nice little well blah 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 like little like plastic case kind of thing. Yeah, uh, you know, and they were all like individually numbered and all this stuff. And there was a dude who was selling those for like ten bucks a pop. So I picked up a bunch of those. Yeah, but like I was going for a specific, you know, like I was looking at one. I was like, oh shit, Admiral Piet, I need that because uh, number two greatest character of all time. Uh, <laughs> and you know, just like I picked up a, they had a Cinderella one that, you know, my wife was that's her favorite. Um, Disney movie, so I'm like, well, I could pick up a Cinderella one for her and stuff like that. But it's not like that. That guy had had some like, you know, cell, you know, animation cells and some stuff. But it wasn't necessarily Star Wars related. But like, I know that there had to have been comic vendors there. I just don't recall because I wasn't looking for any of that. Right. Um, but like, my one friend is a big time vintage collector, 
And I remember he was, I was going with him and he was, he was rooting through some stuff and making wheeling and dealing. And, but when it comes to that stuff, that's just, it's not what I'm interested in. And, you know, it's like, I really wish that, um, Kota Baku, Bokia, whatever. I don't know. They do the samurai looking like stormtroopers. It's like, yeah. give me a damn scout. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that style. Don't give me another stormtrooper. Give me another, give me a scout. But like, they have a, like an, like a C3PO coming out like that. But he's I saw like, that. Yeah. He's almost yeah. like a geisha with like the fan dancing or something. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. Like, I don't want that, but that's real. Right. Um, just so there was a lot, a lot of high end stuff. Yeah. Um, but it just, when it comes to that, it's just like, I'm just wandering around looking, going, Oh, neat. Oh, Oh, that's neat. And then, yeah, you know, it's, it's like any other large, you know, like, I mean, you guys have experience with Baltimore, so you kind of have an idea with the vendors there, but in this case, it's focused on star Wars. So, right. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, like I, uh, Chuck, to give you an idea, like I'm looking, I was looking at some of the art pages on eBay, and like you said, yeah, you can find ones for a hundred bucks, but there's like nobody on them, or it's an issue I don't really give a crap about. Uh, but but like if I'm looking at something like John Cassidy, his artwork, yeah, I'm talking like fifteen hundred dollars a page. So, uh, oh yeah. But those pages have Luke and Han and Chewie and stuff like that. It's like that to me, that's worth fifteen hundred dollars. I'm just not in that type of price range right now. <laughs> so, right. Uh, but, but one day, one day something like that will be mine. Uh, there you go. <laughs> it will be mine. It, oh, yes. it will be mine. You, you got to do the uh, Wayne's World, uh... right? <laughs> the, oh yes, it will be mine. Yeah, but like I, I want to get some, you know I want to get a page from a, a Transformers comic. You know, like I I want to get all those types of things. I. You know, so I've got a Ghostbusters cover, you know, so there's like all the stuff that I love, I'd love to get an original page from, so, because it's really what started this show, so it has meaning for me for that reason. Reason Probably probably get that gem page pretty cheap. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't doubt me in getting one. <laughs> Two for a dollar or something like that, I don't know. It'll, it'll happen. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um... So any any last things from celebration or any I mean not necessarily, doesn't that be last things is there anything else from celebration you wanted to talk about? Um, I don't I mean other than my you know I'm I'm an autograph guy so yes wandering around yeah wandering around the, oh Jesus um, let's see the guy that played you know I I Moff Gergerard or whatever his name is the, the guy's in charge of building the second Death Star. Oh, okay. He's, yeah. he's never done a, at least I don't know if he's ever done a con. He's never done anything in the states. Uh, the guy who played Captain Nita, same thing. Never done anything in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a John Ratzenberger because I've got a Toy Story poster. I had him sign for Ham. Nice. Uh, Warwick Davis because he was. I've, I've got a TFA. I got a Episode Seven and a Rogue One poster, and he was in both. Um, a couple of the 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 BB-8 and the Droid Builder guys um, that. Same thing as for Force Awakens and or Rogue One. Um, Warwick Davis's daughter was one of the the aliens in like uh, the cantina in Maz's yes. castle, uh, and a couple of the voice like uh, D. Bradley Baker and James Arnold Taylor. Uh, then they they also had uh, 
was a Bobby Moynihan showed up because he does a voice in Resistance, and it was funny with how many people were having him sign things about like it was a uh, mad as a bitch or whatever the from the SNL skit with the Kylo yes. with yes <laughs> that's awesome because he's the, he's like the fat stormtrooper that gets thrown into the uh, into the soda machine yeah. Um, that dude was having a blast. Him and Donald Faison, um, who also does a voice in Resistance, but everybody really knows him for Psych. Yeah, those two were just—I mean, they were—they were having a grand old time. That's just awesome. watching them was just like they're like, "Woo, yeah!" Like you know, just you know. <laughs> That's great. fantastic. Um, you know, and then I was just uh, at other times. Uh, you know, just hanging out with people and other people's lines and just like, hi, how you doing? And then, you know, move on with your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you get a chance to see like Hayden Christensen? I did not. No. But, um, uh, because where he was signing and to, cause I think he was only there for like the one day. Yeah. I thought he was only uh, there for a day. Yeah. And when he signed, he was like, they had him over like one of the bigger areas for, for line control for that. And, uh, he was actually at Rhode Island comic con, I think back in November, when I was up there and he was, so I saw him then. Oh, okay. But you know, he still looks like Hayden Christensen, just older. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and Ian McDermott and, oh, uh, you know, Billy D. The first time I saw Billy D was when he was in his autograph, uh, booth. Uh, and then what's his name? Uh, Quinlan, Va- not Quinlan Voss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Him, him too. Uh, oh my God. Vision. Um, I know his vision. Uh, Dried Dried Voss, Rogue One. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paul Bettany. Um, He was there. um, Hey, Quinlan Voss could have been there, too. uh, (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of Quinlan Voss figures there. Yeah, I'm sure there were plenty. Yeah, the amount of freaking, like, look, here's a dude selling Black Black Series figures, and it's like $25, (laughs) and you look over there, that dude's selling for $22, and you're like... Yeah. Okay, well, clearly you saw his price, and you're trying to undercut his. <laughs> undercut yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Twenty three ninety five. I mean, but, you know, a lot of people had deals and things, but... Sure. You know, bought some more art, but, you know, it just... It, I I feel like that show just went so well. And then when they announced... Like, I started hearing on, like, Friday, that, oh, it's going to be Anaheim next year. It's going to be Anaheim next year for the next one. I'm like, what? Why would they do that? Like, you're not going to give yourself a year. Yeah, potentially, and lo and behold, celebration next twenty twenty is going to be in Anaheim. It's like what the hell? Like, uh, okay. And from my understanding, they're supposed to put up the dates like in May, so next month, as of recording, it'll we'll know where or when. Wow. Uh, so I'm like, oh god, like, well, I was supposed to be going to England next year, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, now maybe I got to make a, an Anaheim trip as well. Right. But uh, apparently, as soon as they said that, and somebody goes, "Oh, it's because they don't want to have D twenty three same year every time." I'm like, "Thank you, baby Jesus." Right. Because I'm getting tired of like I want to go to a D twenty three, but I can't do it because the D twenty threes have all been like two to three months after celebration. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. You know, I can't like literally like, and they always do D twenty three in Anaheim always in Anaheim so it was like two years ago it's like I can't fly out to Anaheim be there for a week come back and then two months later fly back out again That's I can't afford to do that right Right. so but so it looks like they're going to try and do off years so it'll be every year will be one and not 
not one every, not both every two years. So that's good, at least. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I don't know if they're gonna do like maybe I wonder if they're gonna do five days again or not. <laughs> so yeah. I hope not. Maybe, maybe if the first day they've you know use as a preview day like they did that Thursday. Yeah, I, I mean maybe they will, but the, the fact that it was like why not start on Wednesday and then leave on you know, but it was the Monday. Sunday. Yeah, it was Monday that threw everybody off. Like why are we on a Monday? Like, okay, yeah. But I mean, I was also walking like twenty thousand steps a day, man. I was oh tired. yeah, we crawl into bed. Yeah, like, you're tired. I'm like, it's it's ten o'clock. Here it's eleven o'clock my time. I'm old and tired. I'm going to bed. Yeah, I'm old. I'm tired. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't want to go downstairs and drink with the Australians again because that's bad. That's very. Bad. <laughs> I never win. I never win that game. Oh, I don't even try to win. No, that's that's a fool. You can't. You, you can't. Don't even. Don't even play. <laughs> you see, that's the other aspect of these shows that I again am getting a different side because of the five hundred first connection with me being in it. You know, it's this, this. These shows are a chance for me to see people I see usually every other year. Right. Uh, um, you know, a lot of people I don't. You know, that I just don't see very often, or just hanging out and meeting new people. And you know, it's you know, you'd be hanging out, sitting at the bar, talking to people, and also Daniel Logan will walk up and sit down next to you, and you're like, okay, hi. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know, things like that. It's, it's just crazy what happens in those. <laughs> Those uh, those hotel. Do you, do, you, do you call him Boba Fett or Baby Boba Fett or? Oh, you just call him Daniel. I got you. <laughs> and try not to like if you're you know if you're fan fanboying or fangirling all over them. Trying to keep it low key. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Very uh, cool. Great damn show. I loved it. Cool. I will, uh, as always, say if you can go, go. Yeah. If you're a Star Wars fan because it's it's a whole other experience. Um, I I gotta try to make it next year. Mm-hmm. So, alrighty. Well, uh, I, I yeah, think sounds kinda, like fun. <laughs> I was say I think we kind of covered everything we couldn't cover for. So thank you for coming back on the show to talk about it. Uh, I know that this time you had reached out to me saying, "Hey, do you want to talk about it again?" And I was like, "Yes," and you're like, "Okay, I'll take notes." <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was preparing this time. Right. Hey, thanks, Eric. Because same thing as uh, I was supposed to be on PCL talk about the trailer but the night they wanted to do it it was just like my phone connection was crap so i'm like sorry yeah i haven't been on that show in like i don't know six years yeah yeah <laughs> but, um yeah and those and but those guys are great i got to do the bumblebee episode with them and yeah. uh looking forward to some sometime in the future maybe doing another one with them so um speaking of being on other shows uh so i did record with uh, my buddy Yusuf for his in-flight entertainment podcast, uh, which is on Podbean, and he's look—he's—it's on iTunes. He's looking to get it on Stitcher. Um, but we did uh, the Transformers uh, animated movie and had a lot of fun. His—this <laughs> will not shock you at all, but normally his show is about a half hour long. Yeah, we went an hour because um, so <laughs> because I can talk. Um, Plus that, no, shit, that not, movie just not you. I know you're shocked, right? That movie also deserves at least an hour. Yeah, you're as shocked at that as you are at Robert not showing up tonight. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Robert was going to join us, but he had to uh, finish grading midterms that you know, of course, yeah. he knew he had to do, but he waited till last minute to get it done. So let's just let's just throw it out there. Robert's not good with deadlines. No, he's not. So. 
And we told him we'd give him shit for it tonight, so and so he's expecting it. Well, there you go. Um, but in good news, and and maybe real quick, if you guys want to give your thoughts on this, it was finally announced, so we can actually talk about it now. He is going to be uh, doing the art for GI Joe: Real American Hero for uh, ten issues, and it's going to. Uh, the plan is that it's going to feature every Joe character ever. That's cool. So, what do they do with the I dead saw ones? Some of the- What's that? <laughs> what are they stones. doing with the dead ones? Are they got like photos know. in the background or something? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. They they go out to Arlington, visit the tombstones. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe flash Memorial Day Memorial Day special. I don't know. Maybe yeah. be like Shannon and accidentally put Crankcase in a in a group uh, group <laughs> shot <laughs> photo. Yeah. After after this like guy's years dead. after he's been dead, <laughs> yeah. cross them off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's dead. <laughs> um. But. Uh, yeah, maybe the little flashbacks. I don't know. Uh, Larry's making that, a story and Robert's drawing it. So, no, those are the ones that uh, we saw the the issues where it's like the the original Joes and all panoramic. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm I'm gonna need those covers. I normally well, don't get exclusive covers, but if they are, yeah, I may have to splurge on those. Yeah. Well, and I already told Robert, I was like, if you do any covers with Flint, I need to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I said the same thing about Dusty. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, well, or even any pages he does with Flint, I need to talk to him about. Oh, I didn't even think about that part. Damn it. Yeah. If he's going to be featuring every character. At yeah, some at some point, point Dusty's got to be on there. Right. I need, I need an Atkins original, right. Robert. Um, yeah. Thankfully, I do have an Atkins original, but I don't, I don't think... No, I have an Atkins original G.I. Joe, but not yeah. a G.I. Joe or American yeah. Hero. No. Which has never I have happened. A Shannon. That's never happened before. No. So I'm actually very excited about this to have Larry Hama's story with Robert Atkins' art. Yeah, it should be awesome. So. Yeah. Um, so, and I know Robert was extremely excited. Uh, he uh, uh, was, you know, he couldn't contain it, but he also had to tell people he could trust <laughs> to not yeah. spoil it ahead of time. So, um, so sorry we couldn't divulge it until it was time, but uh, I'm sure you guys understand. Uh, that we we don't want Robert to lose his job. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very excited to see him doing Joe again. I know he's extremely excited. Uh, Grub, when he messaged uh, us and was talking about it, like you could just feel the excitement of like how how much he's he was looking forward to doing this so yep um all right uh well grub how can people track you down hunt you down <laughs> hopefully uh there's my address i work over no. here well <laughs> no, I, no. I, I somehow don't think this is going to be out in time but awesome con in dc is this upcoming weekend oh yeah um, no, so friday saturday sunday the DC <laughs> convention center um but Unfortunately, uh, I, you know, I'll be there doing the five hundred first thing. Shannon's supposed to be there, so I should um, try and hang out with him for a little while. Nice. Uh, and I'm sure I'll probably see Andre because yeah. usually I do. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. John is not coming to that show this year. So yeah, he's uh, traveling. So uh, yeah, um, and then hopefully I'll see John in about a month or so at uh, down in Richmond at a show down there that I'm going to be going to. I may even be I may even be crashing with him. I'm not sure yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. John's big timing us now. He's he's his uh, HR social hour is really taken off. So, mm. uh, I don't know. Worse. I mean, yeah. You know, it's fine. 
it seems like he should be just around like, when you're fine. when you are when you are there. But uh, just just wanted to let the listeners know that it, uh, John is not actually big timing us, but he does have a lot of awesome things that are going on uh, with his his show. So uh, that's why he hasn't been able to really make it because he's been traveling a lot for for work reasons and for uh, his show reasons and everything else. So. Uh, it's just our our schedules haven't lined up. Like if we were recording next week, he probably would have been able to make it. But we we're just and who knows? Maybe we can still do something next week. But uh, but we've just been doing every other Tuesday, so it just happened to fall on Tuesdays that he couldn't make it. So um, but he he shall return and he can give us an update on everything he's been up to. So uh, Chuck, how can people find you? Uh just usual social media, Star Joe's fan page. I'm posting stuff on that and yeah, Facebook. Bringing in, bringing in new uh, followers. Yeah, we're getting like at least maybe uh, four or five. Three. Yeah, three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've not. I've been noticing like four or five people a week that yeah, yeah. like are sharing it, and the next thing you know, they're following the page. So yeah, just uh, random funny geeky things I post yeah. on there. Yeah, all good. Um, I I get a kick out of it. It's funny too because you'll post it and then I'll like laugh at it, and I realize I'm laughing as Star Joe's. I'm like, people probably think, oh my god, <laughs> the, the ego the ego on this person. Why yeah, have to catch like, jokes? <laughs> he, he laughs at it and saves guy. it and tries to post it back. And goes, oh, this was already there. This is where I got it. <laughs> I know but, who would uh, like this. The Star Joe's. Oh, it's already on there. It's already on there. Um. Well, and that's the thing, like, Chuck can see it, and I can see it, like, who posted stuff, because we're administrators, and then I think it was, like, it was a couple years ago or something like that, that all of a sudden we realized, oh, no one else knows who posted that, (laughs) (laughs) and for the purpose of the memes, it doesn't matter, but it's just, it was just funny, because uh, that's why I end up laughing at stuff, and, like, like you said, Grub, it's like, then, it's like, oh, he's laughing at his own joke, and it's like, no, Chuck posted it, and I'm laughing at it, so... (laughs) Um, but it's good stuff. Uh, I've, I've been enjoying it. My jokes uh, are funny, damn it! Right, laugh, hilarious, hilarious. Getting a lot of shares with them though. That's the cool thing is people are sharing it, which yeah. gets the show From, out there too. Gets the show out there, yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, and you can uh, buy your Star Joe's merchandise at yes. a Star Joe's store. Yes. T-shirts, to, sweatshirts. Yeah, just go to StarJoe's.com uh, and uh, all the information's there. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, all the fun places. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just go to Star Maybe one day we'll spot you at a convention wearing a Star Joe shirt. Right. Let's hope so. Like Joe. Right. Like Joe. Right. And uh, the uh, other thing I wanted to mention, uh, just wanted to give a shout out to the uh, Patreon members. Thank you very much. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, it really does help with the costs. Uh, you do get extra Star Joe's episodes, so it, for as low as $3 a month, you can get extra content. I have done some ridiculously long episodes for the Patreon members. Uh, I've done a four-hour episode, and I've done a five-hour episode for them. So so if you like long episodes, you're going to get your money's worth. Um, and you also get some... I think you kind of hear a side of me you don't hear on the show, <laughs> because... I go on some crazy tangents in the middle of the night. (laughs) And I initially start off talking about comics and previews and stuff, and who knows where the hell I go after that. So, A couple beers in, it could go anywhere. 
Oh, I've I've done it with having a drink. I don't think I've ever mentioned that that's what I'm doing. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you listen like, really closely, you can tell. Right, but uh, oh yeah, I've, you you get a look inside my mind sometimes, which is a dangerous place. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be there. <laughs> um, but it, I do have fun with it, and the Patreon members uh, seem to have a lot of fun with it also. So uh, check it out. Uh, there's a there's like 20 episodes now, I think. Of, there are Patreon exclusive episodes, so definitely a lot of content. Um, if you join now, do you get access to the old all of them. Patreon episodes? Yeah. There you, you go. Get, see, you get all of them. So, there so even go. if you want to join for one month and then listen to all of it and then wait a while and join again, you can do that. So, um, yeah. but uh, I do put out at least one episode every month that's just Patreon exclusive. Uh, sometimes I'll do two uh, if I can fit it in there. Um, the nice thing with those is I can just record them anytime because I'm just doing them by myself. But right. Uh, uh, other than that, like I said, go to starjoes.com. Uh, send us some emails. Just give us something. Ask us anything. We don't care. We'll answer it. So just wow. email starjoespodcast at gmail.com. I didn't that's say a, that's the, a loaded gun right there. I know. I didn't say it'd be an answer they necessarily want. I just said <laughs> they can ask us anything. Yeah, we'll answer it. <laughs> we'll answer something. <laughs> um, so, yeah, send us an email because we haven't gotten any in a while. So uh, I'd like to read those on, on the show and, and see what people's responses, those that show up for the show. Uh, We'll, we'll dig on our covers that didn't make <laughs> Those who again. show up. <laughs> show. Nice. Um, but uh, that's everything I can think of. Uh, anything else you guys have to throw out there? No, I'm really excited about the upcoming, you know, the Disney uh, service and stuff like that, the streaming service. Just excited, awesome. excited about that. I'm excited about the new movie coming out in December. I'm excited about Return of Clone Wars. Yeah. That'll be awesome. The Mandalorian, all of it sounds good. Yeah. I, I'm glad we have real, really good friends like Eric who go to these things where we yeah. can't go and they can report back and tell us about it. It, it, it sounds so fun, and I, I really wish I could have went. Just, to, quote, it, to quote a certain movie, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all right. it, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, oh, totally. Uh, yeah, and thanks again, Eric, for coming on and uh, talking Star Wars because I know how much you hate doing that. Uh, <laughs> right, I know. Yeah, we had to drag him on. Like, I'm so tired. Oh wait, I'm awake now. <laughs> well, I will let you get some sleep now, as as I need it as well. And I'm sure Chuck, you, <laughs> you could use a little siesta yourself. Uh, yeah. But uh, with that, we will close the show by saying the Force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, everyone. GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs>